Hey, this is Jordan from Roswell Kid, and you are listening to Spinning Thoughts. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 74 of Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo coming at ya, and I am recording this on a really nice, bright, sunny Sunday. And I've got no complaints. I'm actually feeling really good. It's noon right now for me, and I just sent out a tweet that said, uh, I love early interviews with bands because it justifies me cracking open a beer at noon. So I am all, <laughs> I'm all about it. Um, everybody, thank you for being here. I just want to encourage you off the bat to please follow Spinning Thoughts on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. I do enjoy talking to everybody. I'm on Twitter way more than I really should be. Um, so follow us there. We'll have a good time. We'll keep the conversation going. Episode 74, it's a really exciting one. This band recently dropped a brand new album that we're going to talk about. It just came out and it's awesome. It came out the day before my birthday, which I kept a secret from all of you, so, huh. <laughs> and um, I'm really excited. So everybody, please help me in welcoming. We've got Jordan from Roswell Kid. Jordan, what up, dude? Hey, how's it going? Ah, it's great, man. It's a really nice day in Pittsburgh. Now, where are you at right now? I'm in West Virginia, and okay. it's beautiful here as well. Isn't that part of the slogan? Be wild wonder, what is it? Oh, uh, well, Wild and Wonderful is one of our slogans, and then the other one is Almost Heaven. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, almost. It's a lyric in uh, Country Roads, Almost Heaven, oh, West Virginia. Oh, 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 oh. And, and that's like an official state slogan? Yeah, I think the slogan came before the John Denver lyrics, though. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong world at large but i believe that <laughs> he got that lyric from a slogan we already had but if i'm wrong then bummer well but hey if i'm not wrong either well. way it's it's interesting and very cool um and i didn't know that it's funny that you bring up like an interesting fact about uh your state west virginia there's a segment that we're going to be doing at the very end um that actually involves like interesting facts of the United States in celebration of the 4th of July coming up. So um, that's pretty interesting that you brought that up. We'll get there later, though. Um, so, Jordan, we're past the halfway point of 2017. And so far, this year has provided some killer new music from some of the most talented and creative bands out there. On June the 23rd, Roswell Kid joined the others who have made... 2017 rock hard so far with the latest album precious art congratulations man it's a really really good collection of music oh thank you so much i appreciate that i'm glad you enjoy it absolutely man it is so fun it's it's just like really like perfect timing for like summer you just get some of those vibes in there too um it's been out for yo that's something we were really stoked about oh really i've always wanted to put out I've, yeah i've always wanted to put out a summer record quote unquote you yeah. know yeah. and it's never, the timing has just never worked out in the past. So when I found out this was coming out on June 23rd, I, it was definitely a fist pump and a hell yeah. That was pump. <laughs> so Seriously. Excited. Yeah, I mean, so, dude, who doesn't love summer? I mean, it, it's just, especially like, right, I know we just hit July, but like June's always pretty sweet because like for us, like over here, like in pennsylvania west virginia like man did we fucking battle to get to this point do you know what i mean like it's it feels <laughs> it feels good to get the warm weather and to like just be outside constantly uh without fear of like bundling up so yeah yeah dude, summer, well, well look i'm gonna level with you i summer is not my favorite season well but understandable I about the prospect of putting out a summer record because I remember listening to a record in the summer, you know, with the windows down in my Saturn SD one when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. Feeling that freedom, that unabashed freedom. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's what I was stoked about. But now as an adult, 
I hate summer. Well, it's too hot. I agree. It's, I like fall I like is fall. mine. Yeah. So I, I there's just like every season has an aesthetic, you know what I mean? And like you just kind of said, like driving in a car, windows down, blaring out some music. I mean, whether you love summer or hate summer, it's a cool aesthetic of it. You know what I mean? Like you just get those vibes and it feels good. So um, very cool. Yeah, yeah. The, the album's been out for just over a week, Jordan. How are you feeling now that people are getting a chance to hear it for the first time? Relieved. Because <laughs> so, it's been, you know, like it's been done since the beginning of February, but you know, yeah. you, you need time for, you know, the promo, the press buildup, the, the literal vinyl pressing takes yeah. ages. <laughs> it really does. So, yeah. So, I mean, there's a long waiting period between when you get the final masters back and when people can actually hear it. So that's kind of, it's kind of like a, Oh my God, I just want people to hear this. It's, it's like a weird secret. And you're just like, I want everybody to hear this now so I can move on. <laughs> a weird secret. I like it. Now I always am curious um, because like you said, it takes so long. Uh, the whole album cycle from start to finish is very long. Even if you record very quickly, um, so when you have these like masters, like these mixes completely done and you're holding on to them, is there like a small circle of people that you can show this to or that you do? I don't know like what, you know, abilities you have, um, but is there a group of people that get to hear this well before anybody else? And if so, who are these people? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, um, well, obviously everybody at the record label at Side One Dummy, right. you know, they get to hear it. Um, you know, our manager, our well, booking agent. I mean, like people, people who book. aren't affiliated with the band, whether it's oh, like yeah, friends well, or family or yeah. There's definitely a, a like a small circle of of really good buddies and people who've been there from the beginning and you know that I've always shared music with who I want them to hear it as soon as it's done. There, you know, it's it's pretty much the same people that I send the demos of the songs to. I'm like, hey, I wrote a new demo today. Check it out. What do you think? And then. It's kind of like, it almost is like following up with him. I'm like, hey, remember that demo? Well, here's like the final product and here's the rest of the record. You know, That's thanks awesome. for listening. Thanks for encouraging me, giving me feedback, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's a, there's definitely a small circle that we share everything with. And I like that. I, I, I love, I love the, you know, the tight knit the community aspect of it like hey here's our here's our weird secret don't tell anybody yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude no i think that that's very cool and uh i yeah yeah, i think that it every band's got to have that group of of people that they just trust and have been there for the whole time and you got to bounce the idea so i think it's pretty cool now can you give uh me and the listeners just some of the like general background of this album where was it recorded who was involved give me some of that like uh information yeah, totally. Uh, we recorded it. Let's see. We played a New Year's Eve show in Morgantown, West Virginia, and then we immediately drove to Nashville and started recording on January second, I believe. Okay. In Nashville, we recorded at the studio called Ronnie's Place. And uh, yeah. It's called that because yeah, it's a studio that Ronnie Millsap built. Yeah, I, I've heard a couple bands actually talk about that recently. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such a cool space. It's where we did the majority of our last record, Too Shabby, as well. And our friend, our good friend, and the guy who engineered the record, Justin Francis, he works at Ronnie's place, and you know, <clears throat> he does he does a lot of country recording, and that's like most of his time because he's in Nashville, so that's like right, the right. bread and butter in Nashville. You know, country demos or or country sessions and things like that. But you know, he also on the side does like rock and roll projects, you know, he's worked with anti flag in the past. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, he's good. He's, he's actually from Pittsburgh. So he's good buddies with those guys from, you know, back in the day. Uh, yeah. And, that's awesome. Maybe that's where I actually, I first heard about this all sounds familiar, but I can't say I'm like too well versed on it, but it, it sounds familiar. This uh, yeah. studio and everything. Yeah. So we, we were there, um, you know, this time, you know, working with Side One Dummy, we were able to have more time in the studio than we'd ever had before for anything. Yeah. We were there for 10 days, so we just, like, camped out. And as far as people involved, it was pretty much just the four of us in Roswell Kid, 
and Justin. And while we were there, like uh, our friend Cassie Lopez, she does photography. She she came in. She did some like backing vocals on one track. Um, our friend Casey Weisbuck, he plays drums for uh, Mitski right now. Yeah. He used to be in Dire Montana back in the day. He uh he came in and you know he heard some tracks and he did some dog barks for us on Wishman. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean it was a pretty it was pretty tight knit when we were in the studio. You know most. 90% of the time, it was just the five of us. So um, I, I ask a question all the time that I don't even know if bands, I, I assume bands don't really like the question. Um, I always ask like what your favorite track is off of an album that might have just come out. I don't know. Me being a musician on my side of things, it's kind of like when you ask a parent who their favorite kid is, you know, they give you like that. Oh, I love them all the same. I don't know, dude. I believe that, that parents do have a favorite kid. And I also believe that bands have a favorite song. So I'm curious, what's your favorite track off this album? Or I'll word it. What's your, what ones are you most proud of? <clears throat> Which one do I hate the least? Is that what you want to say? <laughs> no, yes. No, uh, I mean, I'm being dark. <laughs> I like that. I like it. I, uh, you know, you're not the first person to ask me this question. Of and, course. You know, I thought about it, and I, I, there's two on the album that really stand out to me, and one of them is Mad TV. Yeah. And the, yeah. the reason I, I choose that one is just because it's such a dramatic departure from anything we've ever done in the past. Like, I don't know. We've never made a song like that. And when I was doing the demo, like I try to give the guys like a finished song, basically when I'm doing the demos, like a, like a 90, 95% their version of what I hear and what I think the song should be. And Mad TV was just an acoustic guitar, a vocal track and a tambourine. So that was one that we really put our heads together in the studio. Like I remember playing the demo over the playback speakers the day we were going to track it. And like, like that straight up, that was like the first time that we were like, what direction do we want to take this extremely <laughs> bare, bare bones skeleton of a song? Like what, how are we going to, you know, what kind of meat are we going to put on this thing? Yeah. So that was, that was really a collaborative effort. And what we came up with, I feel is pretty different from anything we've ever done. And I mean, obviously that's a product of us all you know, throwing our brains into the hat right. and just sort of working this minimal guide that we had to come up with something. And I'm, I'm very intrigued by the, the outcome, you know, cause a lot of times our demos will sound like higher fi. I mean, a, a lot of times when we come out of the studio, the finished product kind of sounds like a higher fi more well-performed version of what I sent the guys, you know, like right. the MP3 that listening to before we record, this was something that was like totally different. So I, I really like going back and listening to that. Cause it's just kind of like a, it's just kind of like a hell yeah moment. Like, wow, you know, I can't believe this is what we came out with. And I, the vibe is so cool. And I'm, I, I don't know. I just, I really like it. So that's why that one, I always gravitate towards when I think about, you know, a standout track for me. And the other one that I always talk about is Michael Keaton, the last track on the record. Yeah. And the reason, yeah, the reason I bring that one up is because, um, the music for that song, like the instrumentals, it's not the same recording, but we tracked instrumentals for what became Michael Keaton when we did too shabby, like three years ago at this point. Oh, that's so, interesting. Yeah. So I had an instrumental demo and we tracked the instrumentals when we were doing Too Shabby, but I didn't have any lyrical ideas. I didn't have any melodic ideas. And honestly, like we were crunched for time when we were finishing that record and I couldn't come up with anything. I was happy with it. I tried it and they were garbage and we just kind of put our foot down and we were like, you know what? This isn't happening. Bummer, but we have a record, so we'll just move on. And that always kind of bugged me because I liked the music for the song. So I had... Essentially, I had a an instrumental, high quality recording of this song with no <laughs> vocals on it. Years that I would have been listening to. Yeah. And you know, I'll, I'll, I would pop it on in the van. You know, maybe like 
every other month I'd pop it on the van and sing along and try to come up with something for it. And, excuse me, eventually I came up with the chorus melody, but I still didn't have any lyrics. And then eventually I came up with the idea about, you know, making it this like story song about these kids who run away from home to meet Michael Keaton because they bonded over their obsession for the 1989 Batman movie. And and then when we were in the studio recording Precious Art, I was like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's. It was the last day we were practicing. It was the very last day. We had, I think there were like three ideas on the table that we could have approached. And that was the one that I felt the best about and the most excited about. So I was like, you know what? Let's do this. We transposed the song into a different key that day. Wow. We restructured it a little bit. We retracked everything. We threw it down. And I just remember when we were tracking... Uh, you know the instrument takes I just remember I got honestly this sounds so lame but I got kind of emotional because I was like this is literally a three year work in progress no that doubt. we're now polishing off and I was looking at all the guys I was watching Sean play the drums Adam play the bass Adam play the guitar and I was like and the last time we tried this we had no plans nothing going on we were just trying to make a record, play some shows. We knew we were going to do at least one tour, and we were stoked about that, and that was all we were asking for. And here we are three years later after having done relentless touring, been around the world playing music, and it was just kind of like, a wow, I can't believe we're here now doing this song again <laughs> after all that time. <laughs> It's like I don't know. It was really cool. It was like a kind of like a completing the circle sort of thing, and kind of punctuating the last three years of our lives and career in this band, and and I and you know all of the all of the backstory and emotions aside, I'm extremely happy with how the song turned out. I, I feel like it's a pretty strong song. I I'm super stoked on it. You know. I got to give you some credit, Jordan. The the answer to the question, you know, what's your favorite track off of the album? Th- you've given me the best answer to date of 74 episodes uh, to that. This is kind of what I want to get from the, the question, not like, you know, what song do you like to listen to off your album? Like, you just gave me some juicy information about two tracks. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I dig it, man. Yeah, I, I appreciate you. I don't know. I mean, I well, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I could... I, I like listening to all the songs on the record, but those are the, you know, just those, I guess it's the, it's just the backstory about those two that really make them stand out to me. Yeah. You know? Yep. Very cool stuff. I learned a lot so far and, and we're just finishing up the first segment. That's crazy. So, um, Jordan, what I want to do is I want to throw on a song from precious art for everybody to jam to you down with it. Hell Yeah. All right, everybody, so we're going to listen to Wendy's Trash Can off the latest album, Precious Art by Roswell Kid. Enjoy. I'm up to my eyeballs in red neon suits and spray on tans. I'm down to my underwear because I threw it all away in a Wendy's Trash Can.
So you just finished listening to Wendy's Trash Can off the latest album, Precious Art by Roswell Kid. Uh, Jordan, you gave us some good information, like insight on two tracks uh, that we mentioned in the previous segment. But what can you tell us about this song that fans may not already know? Is there anything? Oh, Wendy's Trash Can. <laughs> oh, no. I, lo- I love this song. What a great song. Thank you. Um, I've noticed since the album came out, a few people have been like, <laughs> they're like, I dig this song. I have no clue what he's talking about, but I dig this song. <laughs> and then I've seen people kind of draw their own conclusions about what it's about, yeah, which is cool. And so I'm just going to roll with that ambiguity, yeah, honestly. I, I would. I'm going to let people bring what they want to to the song and just enjoy it and make it whatever they want. It's not... I will say that it, you know it's more of an allegorical song rather than a literal song. Right. But, um, yeah. So you know, <laughs> I, I felt like I felt like since I had the de- like the moment I finished the demo, I sent it to Side One Dummy, and I was like, "Yo, I think this is the cool first first track <laughs> on a record." Yeah. Right. And we kind of just rolled with that for the rest. You know, kind of. I think when we when we went into making the record, it was always. When we were coming up with the track list, I don't think anybody ever like challenged the notion that that was going to be the first track on the record. Basic, I, yeah, I'm basically, glad. like the the thought process that goes into like the opening track. Like you didn't need, you didn't need to have that. You you had to have that struggle with what's going to be number two because you knew <laughs> number one was going to be Wendy's trash can. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know what? I think that's been the case on every record that we've ever done. It's always we always go in with like. Yeah, I think this is going to be the first track. And then, you know, we just kind of accept it as truth, and no one's ever like, I don't know, man, what about this jam? (laughs) It's just kind of like, no, why would we do that? That's going to be the first song. Before we jump off of Wendy's Trash Can, I, (laughs) honest to God, like, just love this idea that you guys did. So on, I think it was June the 7th, you guys released a music video for Wendy's Trash Can that's 10 fucking hours long. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I honestly <laughs> Dude, I mean, I I usually put a couple hours of preparation before uh, I interview a band, but dude, I didn't know how to put in like 10 fucking hours. Like I like to watch the music video from start to finish. I had a long night, man. I was up all night watching this thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we, that was kind of like that was the director Thomas's idea cuz when we we came up with the <laughs> No, the idea, like, well, if we knew it was going to be a chase sequence all along. Like, we wanted to do, like, a like a POV chase just to keep up with the manic pace of the song, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Just roll with that. And then uh, we were like, well, what starts the chase? What ends the chase? And we're like, well, how about we, we hit this guy with our van and we're trying to catch him? <laughs> and then how does it end? Well, how about he just ends up getting hit by our van again? And then Thomas was like, oh, so then we could just, you know, and he, I, I think he just like tossed this off. He was just like nonchalantly. Oh, so we could loop this for like what ten hours then? And we, <laughs> we were uh, like, yeah. <laughs> and the more we, you know, it was a joke. But the more we talked about, it, we we're like, why not? Why not just loop this for ten hours and just let it roll? Dude, I mean, I know it is seriously so fucking awesome. Like I love this video. Like. The creativity that's pouring, I mean, just absolutely gushing at the seams with this thing is out of control. Like, the 10-hour thing to me is just hilarious. Like, I think it's fucking awesome because, like, literally, it. and I don't want to give too much away maybe if nobody's seen the video yet. I don't want to, like, spoil it. But, like, the beginning and end, like, is just, it's the same thing. It's just, like, perfect for it. It's a seamless loop. Oh, I love it. I think some people were relieved when they found out that it was a loop and they didn't actually have to watch all 10 hours. Uh, well, I don't I don't know what everyone's experience is with this um with this music video, but I just very quick quickly want to tell you what mine was. Like it, the process, like you got to keep in mind. So, I'm a dude that just today saw it for the first time. I, I wanted to check it out before I interviewed you. And I'm looking and I see Wendy's trash can 10 hours in the title. And I go, no fucking way. Like, okay, what is this all about? So I click on it and I look at the time bar down below and lo and behold, it's fucking 10 hours long. And I'm thinking, 
what in what am I doing? Like, what am I really going to try to watch 10 hours of this? And so I didn't even watch the beginning. I skipped to like five hours in to just kind of see what the mm-hmm. fuck was going on to see if it was worth me dedicating that much time into it. And then I was like, okay, there's no way that they did 10 hours. Like they had to have looped it. So I watched from the beginning till it started to loop. And I just, it took me a while. Like it was fucking awesome. <laughs> Man, my friend, uh, my friend Tanner, he plays in that band. You blew it. He texted yeah. me, and he was, he was like, "Hey, man, love the Wendy's trash can video." I was like, "Oh, thanks." And he was like, "I also found I found the Easter egg in hour seven. And I said, "What?" And he said, "The old lady." And I didn't say anything back. And the next morning, he texted me and said, "Oh, I was just joking about the Easter egg." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I thought so. I didn't want to admit that I even haven't watched all ten hours of it." <laughs> had no clue what you were talking about <laughs> dude i mean seriously this video is really awesome like the 10 hour thing is funny and it, it's definitely like a cool little thing to it but the three and a half minutes or whatever that it is uh is just absolute pure gold the whole way through there were there was a lot of scenes throughout like you said it was it's like a chase scene kind of thing i mean so many cool vibrant um scenes which one was your favorite out of all of those? I think the unanimous vote with everybody involved with the video was uh, <clears throat> the airplane hangar scene. Yeah. Doing the open surgery in the airplane hangar. Yeah. yeah. That that was pretty wild that we got to do that. So, <laughs> I mean, we, you know, we, were, we, we, we worked on that video for like a week straight, shooting at different locations for a week. I bet. And, and it was all in West Virginia, all around where we live. Like Thomas came up here and – you know, uh, bumped up with me for a week and we would just go out and shoot during the day, come back and edit at night and try to figure out, you know, what we needed, what, what we wanted more of that sort of thing. So, but, uh, yeah, the airplane hangar that I'm glad that came together. It was cool. How do you guys like, how did you creatively like organize, like to have, um, to have this many like different scenes that are just very intricate and very cool. Uh, You probably had to pull from like a, a little, pool of ideas i mean how did you organize it to to get it to be this final product uh i give a lot of credit to thomas for you know his quick editing skills and being able to put together you know what we would get in one day to know what we should try to get the next day you know that sort of thing like yeah kind of let the process dictate the outcome you know, like my dad is a uh, high school theater teacher so he gave us full reign over his costume department, oh prop my. department. So we, you know, we went in and we picked o- over the whole place for as much stuff as we could find. And Thomas brought some costumes with him and we all brought pretty much whatever we could find. And then we just kind of like looked at everything we had. We're like, all right, what can we do? What's going to make sense? Okay. You know, we knew it was going to be absurd. So we knew we, there wasn't like a, we need four military costumes. We need, <laughs> A one hamburger costume, you know, like that. It was kind of like, this is what we have. Let's make something. Let's make something out of this. There we go. Yeah. That's what I was curious to is like how exactly what you just said. Like I was curious. I was trying to envision like, was there like a chalkboard and you guys are writing? Okay. This kind of thing would be fun or like creepy or cool or whatever. Basically, you got these costumes and from there gained the inspiration to the different scenes that we saw in the video. Yeah, yeah, totally. Again, this music video for Wendy's Trash Can, I really enjoy. It was like the highlight of my weekend. Like, I just really think it was uh, super cool. I'm kind of sad that it took me a couple weeks to, to see it. But if anybody else is out there and hasn't seen this, I highly recommend that you do. It is very, very cool. Share it on all the socials. Now, Jordan, it's it's been a busy year for the band so far, and it's really not slowing down. You guys are about to hit the road for your first U.S. headlining tour called the Blizzard of Raw's North America Odyssey 2017. It kicks off. Yeah. <laughs> love the name. Uh, it kicks off July 6th and goes through August the 10th, so over a month. And you're leaving in just a few days, so how you feeling? Um, Pretty good. I was kind of stressed out, but, uh, you know, our merch showed up on time. So we're actually, I feel like we're kind of more prepared for this tour than we were for any tour in the past, which is good. So, yeah, you know, no, that's like, definitely a plus. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be tour managing for the first time. Oh, so really? That's something. Yeah, that's something I'm going to have to 
trying to learn on the job. You know, I'm, our manager has been pretty gracious with their time, like kind of showing me the ropes about what I need to do and answering my questions and fielding my texts at odd hours. So uh, I, I think it'll turn out okay. But, you know, it's a, that, that's, that's the one thing that I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. I guess, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting uh, dynamic to, to be taking on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing, you know, a lot of bands hire somebody to do that, but I mean, keep it in house if you can. I'd I say. agree. Same thing. Like, I, I don't know. It's we we roll with a pretty tight skeleton crew. It's literally just the four of us. We've never taken anyone on tour before. We've never taken. Well, I mean, we just got a new, well, new for us van. So now we actually have the space to take someone along with us. But before. Like for the past two and a half years, we've been touring in a conversion van with only four seats. So there was literally wow. no space for yeah. anyone else. <laughs> wow. Dude, the yeah. touring is just so glamorous at times, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know what's really funny? Like, um, I had this, I had a full time design job when we first started getting offers for US tours. And they were really cool. And they let me take a leave of absence for a month for my first tour. And, uh, when I we got our offer for our second U.S. tour, that was when they were like, "Look, we're really happy <laughs> for you, but we kind of need someone to be here to do your job." And yeah. I was like, "I don't I get it. I totally." So we parted on great terms. But I remember coming back from that full U.S. tour, and like people in the office were asking me, "Like, oh, what kind of hotels did you stay in on tour?" And I was like, "Uh, <laughs> we Motel Six like twice." Yeah. <laughs> Yep, glamour. You gotta love it. Um, now talk to me about this lineup that you have uh, that's going to be seen throughout the tour. How'd you guys? Th- there's three bands that that are going to be traveling or at least appearing at some point in the tour. Correct? Who are, who are these three? Yeah, uh, Great Grandpa from Seattle. They're going to be on the entire tour. Cool. Boondabar uh, from I believe Massachusetts. They're going to be uh, on the first half of the tour, and then Chris Farron from LA is going to be doing the, the last leg of the tour with us. Awesome. It's going to be a great, a great run. Uh, and it's over a month long. Like I said, it's, uh, July the 6th through August the 10th. Uh, is there a particular like city when you tour that, um, me, I lo- I just love to eat. So like, is there like a city that has like badass food that like when you go there on tour, you're like, yeah, we got to stop and get this. Oh, let me think. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I might not be the best person to ask about this because <laughs> when I get to the venue, I immediately get filled with anxiety whenever anybody leaves. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to be, I just want to be there until the show's over and then go. Yep. But, uh, so I'm not really the one who like ventures out to like find cool food if there's like cool shit near the venue i'm totally down you know but i i just that that's an aspect of touring that i haven't really fully dived into yet i'm kind of hoping that i get to do that this time around there you go being a tour manager i might not be able to i don't know i gotta (laughs) wait to see you you got to know like there's this place in Denver called uh, Sneaky Peas. It's like a burrito place. Yeah, and they dude. Yes, I have other bands that have said this. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, they hook up touring bands with free food. Yeah, and like, it's so awesome because I mean, for one thing, you know, it's expensive to tour. You're living on a shoestring budget. You're eating fast food all the time, and for a restaurant that makes like quality food and you can get like a great meal to just give that to you it's amazing it's like it's like clouds part and just like gold rains down on you (laughs) and well not no that sounds like a golden shower Um, <laughs> well, that's what it would be, essentially, right? <laughs> I'm, not equi- I'm not equating their burritos to getting pissed on. I just want to make that clear. Their burritos are great. They're the opposite of pissed on. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, yeah, places like that, I've heard of them before uh, from bands on the show that do a lot of touring. So, very, very cool. Um, overall, though, um, what are you looking forward to most? I mean, beyond the obvious, I'm sure playing the shows is always pretty fun, but what are you looking forward to? I mean, 
I think people, like we kind of said, like touring isn't as glamorous as it comes off, but it is a dream of many. It's something that I wish I could have done a little bit more of. You're living the dream for a lot of people. What are you looking forward to most? I mean, just the like this sounds so lame, but just like the simple things, like just driving through like Pacific Northwest, driving through the desert, driving through Montana, just like seeing that was something that blew me away the first time we crossed the country. It's like it we really do live in a huge, gorgeous country with yep. so many different types of landscapes and vistas and uh environments like i remember one time we did a drive from seattle to boise and it that was maybe like an eight hour drive maybe and we drove through like five distinct <laughs> landscapes and they were each one was just as gorgeous as the last yeah and it, it blew my mind like I, I i love that i love looking at the van window and just watching watching the land pass by me and just seeing all the different changes in the landscape and then and then you roll into a city and all the different people in that city and all the different things. I don't know, man. Just the whole traveling aspect is so amazing. That's my, that's, you know, other than, you know, we're going to be playing a headline set, which I I'm really stoked to be playing longer on stage because up yeah. until now, you know, we've 30 minutes, 40 minutes max on stage. So I'm excited to just like shred for as long as we want. But um, other than, you know, that small amount of time on the stage, like just, just just get in a move and just see it all. It's just amazing. Yeah, man, I, I agree with that. That would be something I would really look forward to uh, with touring is just kind of seeing the country. Like you said, it's huge and it's beautiful, and the people in these different states are beautiful. Uh, and, yeah, man, it's what a, what a great thing to be doing. It's going to be an awesome tour. It's July the 6th through August the 10th. Go over to Roswell Kids social media to find a date near you and get there. It's going to be freaking awesome. Um, all right, so, Jordan, we're winding down to the end of episode 74 here. But uh, the way that things are going on when this is going to air for people to listen to it should be July the 3rd, so the day before America's birthday. And um, because of that, uh, celebrating the 4th of July, I want to do a little segment uh, with you here today. What do you think? Sure. Go for it. So it's uh, it's a fun little segment where you're going to participate. Uh, it's called Is It True? America Edition. So I'm just going to give you – I looked up some, of, like not like crazy strange, like gross kind of strange facts, but, you know, just some weird facts about our country. And I'm going to tell you them, and you're going to tell me if it's true or false, and we'll just see how you do. All right. Sounds good. Are I you, love a good game. Okay, cool. Are you, are you like a, a American history buff? Like, do you know, do you know your America history? It's not going to be like specifics. <laughs> um, I'll, tell, I'll answer that with, with an anecdote. One time I was in the West Virginia State Geography Bee, and I lost. I lost because I told the judges that the channel connected England with America. So <laughs> let's know how much I know about anything. We'll see. <laughs> it's, it's called the ocean. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, that is awesome. All right. So uh, this is just in, uh, in a fun celebration of the 4th of July. Happy 4th of July to everybody who's uh, my, you know, American listeners. And of course, my beautiful international listeners. Um, it's just another day. And hi. Um, but all right. So let, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's kick it off uh, in more than half of all U.S. states. The highest paid pu public employee in the state is a football coach. True or false? In more than half the states? Yes. The highest paid public employee is a football coach. Yep. Yeah, I'll say that's true. You'd be right. That is true. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So there we go. Um, you're off to a great that's start. How I'm just going to answer these by if if – if it being true disappoints me, then it's true. That's how I'm going to move. <laughs> Honestly, that might help you in some of this. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So Florida has a longer coastline than all the other 49 U.S. states put together. True or false? True. The answer, and everybody at home listening, by the way, um, 
see if you can play along. Don't cheat. See if you get them right and let me know how you do on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. Fire up Wikipedia. Use the brain. Exactly. Exactly. What's uh What's Roswell Kid's Twitter? Can you help me out? Oh, to it. Ros at Roswell Kid. There we go. So tweet us at Spin Thoughts and at Roswell Kid to let us know how you did with these questions. Uh, the answer. They'll tell me I'm stupid if I get them wrong. <laughs> um, the answer to that, uh, which was. Florida having a longer coastline than all the other states put together. That is false. Uh, uh, the answer, do you want to take a guess at maybe what the state is? Yeah. Um, is it Alaska? Yes, it is. Good job. <laughs> well, I know. Alaska's, I should have thought of that. Because when you see like Alaska superimposed on the 48th <laughs> contiguous states, it's like as big or bigger than America itself. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so, hey, nicely done. You did guess Alaska, but you got it wrong originally. So you're one for one. Um, Montana has three times as many people as it does cows. True or false? No, I bet that's the opposite. You are a smart cookie, Jordan. That is false. Ooh. The answer is they have three times as many cows to people, which does not surprise me at all. Uh, not one bit. All right. Have you ever driven through Montana on tour? Yeah. Can you yeah, can, can you totally. confirm this? I mean, it's pretty spread out for sure. It's it's, <laughs> it's definitely uh, it's definitely a scenic landscape for most of the drive. You know, there's not a lot of not a lot of towns to hit between you know the big ones. So. I yeah, I, and you know all that all that grade A beef has to come from somewhere, right? <laughs> Exactly. All right. So in, we're continuing with the Is It True America edition in celebration of the 4th of July. Um, the original name of the city Atlanta was Terminus. Terminus? Yeah. What, who would make that up? Of course it's true. <laughs> You're right. It is true. I mean, yeah. How could you make that up? Well, I don't. I mean, like, it'd be, it'd be one thing if it was Atlantis. You know, that, that sounds like a okay. You're trying to fool me, but Terminus? Who would just pull Terminus out of their ass? Like, yeah, you know, like someone trying to lie to you. Like, hey, you know Atlanta used to be called uh, Terminus, right? <laughs> gonna, no one's going to do that. <laughs> the, the All right, next up. Uh, right now you're three for one. Does that mean you got three right and one wrong? Yes, I think. All right. So the state with the most millionaires per capita is California. True or false? I'm going to say false because I believe that it's probably a state. Yeah, everyone's thinking movie stars, but per capita, there's so many people in California. I bet it's like Connecticut or something <laughs> like that. Dude, I really am enjoying this with you. I think you're, you're, I like your thought process and that you're providing it for us to understand it. Um, cause it's funny. It's awesome though. It's, it's helping you. The answer is false. So you got that right. Um, the it is not Connecticut. I'll give you one more. New York? No. The, the this I don't know. I would never be able to guess this. Maryland is the answer. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, dude, All I, right. I guess blue crab is a, a lucrative uh, business endeavor. Maybe I don't know. I I don't know. Wow. All right, you're doing pretty good here. You got four correct. Uh, we'll do one or two more. I got time for one or two. Uh. Okay, there are 4 million adult websites on the internet, and they get more traffic than Netflix, Amazon, and Twitter combined. True or false? That's true. It's absolutely true, and it's absolutely sad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, I was tempted to say false because I was going to say it's false because there's way more than 4 million yeah. adult websites. <laughs> That was the that was the little trick thrown into that question to throw me off. But, yeah, you know I thought it was my gut, and you know, I'm, all right, you're killing it, dude. You're killing it. Um, all right, here's the last one. We'll do one more. The grizzly bear is the official state animal of California, but no grizzly bears have been seen there since 1922. True or false? Hmm. True. You are correct, my friend. It is true. They don't have any bears there. No grizzly bears, at least, since 1922. Interesting, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So that. I mean, what? printing up flags you got to kind of got to stick with it you know yeah at this point yeah they're committed you know what i mean they, they've got to go there's i there actually could be more bigfoots in california than there are grizzly bears that's true you know what i mean think that's about that what? if there's one bigfoot I, uh, there's more than then there's more than grizzly bears i i've been on the fence about bigfoot because i kind of you know i've got friends who believe which is cool yeah i i I kind of also am intrigued by the the logic behind, well, why haven't we found a corpse? You know, that sort of thing. Right. That, but the first time we went to the Redwood Forest, that was the first time when I was like, oh, I could totally see why people believe there's a giant ape man out here running around. <laughs> this is <laughs> Dude, So I've never been there. Are you saying just because of how immense it is? You're, you're, are you saying that you feel, because I was with you like, I just have to look at things logically. I mean, if anyone believes in this, I I think it's awesome. I would love for there to be one. But, again, you think about it just with the technology that exists anymore and nobody can hide from anything anymore. I mean, I can't – I just can't believe that that we've never seen one. But you're saying that by looking at the size of this area, you think one could, could be out there? Oh yeah, it's it's just like it's it, otherworldly, and it'd have it's to be crazy. more than one. I mean, there'd have to be multiple at least to sustain. You know, they're not going to be living for hundreds of years. Maybe they are. I don't know, but I mean, right? There'd have to be like even more than one. There'd have to be many. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, you know, it's not like the same Bigfoot that was in that Patterson Gimlich footage from the '60s. <laughs> the same one running around scaring people in 2017. <laughs> oh God! I you know what? Let us know. Let us know. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Uh, let us know on Twitter at Spin Thoughts at Roswell Kid. Uh, Jordan, thanks for playing the Is It True America edition. You got six out of seven right, so that's pretty damn good, man. You know you're America. Oh, thank you very much. Well, you know, I was born here and raised here my entire life. <laughs> Which is why I'm surprised you know so much about the country. Usually it's <laughs> usually it's people outside of the country that know more about us than we know about ourselves. Um, oh, of course I know a bunch about America. I'm a product of our wonderful education system, right? <laughs> I feel like we could have a whole nother episode, Jordan, uh, talking a little bit about things outside of the band. But we'll we'll do that some other time. Uh, Jordan, before we go, is there anything else you'd like to add or say to your fans? Oh, uh, no. I just hope, I hope literally everyone in the world comes to see our tour. <laughs> Including so, Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please bring a Bigfoot and I'll give you a... <laughs> yeah, bring a Bigfoot and uh, you get buy one, get one tickets at all Roswell shows here uh, this <laughs> summer. <laughs> um, Jordan, hey, I really enjoyed this conversation. A lot of good stuff. Um, and uh, I got to go finish the next seven hours of Wendy's Trash Can music video, so I got to get going. But thank you so much for being here with me for episode 74. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Once again, I'd like to thank Jordan from Roswell Kid for being with me here today for episode 74 of Spinning Thoughts. Their latest album, Precious Art, just dropped on June the 23rd. It's very, very good. I've listened to it a few times, and I highly recommend you get your hands on a copy ASAP. They're going to be on tour. It's called The Blizzard of Roz North America Odyssey 2017. It kicks off on July the 6th and goes through August the 10th. Find a city that is somewhat near you and get your asses out there while you're checking out roswell kid make sure you're checking out spinning thoughts on twitter at spin thoughts we're on facebook and soundcloud i'd love for you guys to follow me on instagram and facebook and all the other social media twitter's pretty solid uh but let's not forget about the others you can subscribe to the show for free on itunes google play TuneIn, stitcher we're on adobe radio with premiere episodes every thursday at midnight so check that out We're super stoked to be part of that family. And we're going to have some new metal thoughts uh, popping up on the website this week. So keep an eye out for that. There's so much, so much that we've got going on. And America is celebrating its birthday. So happy birthday, America. Everybody, thank you so much for being here. It means the world to interact with you and become friends with so many diverse people from around the world. It means the world to me so please make sure you share music spread love New age of